This is the Voice Podcast Network. Hello, my name's Nadine. And I'm Fallon. And this is our podcast, Swift Talk. Yeah. So first episode, we're going to be discussing Midnight's. Pretty, pretty expected. Um, a little bit about uh, us. Um, I'm, we're both freshmen, um, and I've been a Taylor Swift fan pretty much whole life. Um, I got really... Really like Taylor Swift. I think starting like 2016, 2017-ish, I saw Reputation Stadium tour, and I think that just kind of like exploded, <laughs> blew my mind. Yeah. Um, also a huge Taylor Swift fan. I think my big three in terms of favorite albums, as of right now, <laughs> um, are Speak Now, Reputation, and Folklore. But the more and more I listen to Midnight's, the closer it gets to like bumping out reputation from the big three so that'll be really interesting I feel like just generally speaking when a Taylor Swift first out when a Taylor Swift album first comes out I always love it but the more I listen to it and the more I can analyze the lyrics the more excited I get about the album I think the same way like I definitely it takes me a few listens to albums like her albums to really get into the music I think a lot of times because she jumps around so much with her style and the genre of music that I get a little bit like I guess, like, shocked every single time I hear a new <laughs> album. I, like, never know what to expect. And so I think Midnight's is definitely still growing on me, but I do like it overall. I think my my top three, though, um, in no particular order, um, are 1989, Folklore, and Reputation. Just it's totally, totally solid picks. Yeah. But going into um, our first reactions to Midnight's, <laughs> we, we actually recorded our reactions um, the night they came out. We made a cake. Um, it's on our Instagram if you want to go follow our account. Um, yeah, what is it, like Swift Talk it's, 13? It's Swift.talk13. So if you want to go follow us. <laughs> always you, 13. It's always 13. Well, I mean, Swift Talk was taken and Swift.talk was taken. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll have to add a number or something. And so I had to add 13. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not as obsessed with the number 13 as Taylor Swift is. Like, I don't think anyone is, but because she's obsessed with it, I'm also obsessed with it. So in all my classes, there's like... Each seat is numbered, and I always sit in the 13th seat. Do you actually? Yes. <laughs> in all my business classes, I'm in the 13th seat because they're always numbered. And it's, like, always the best seat, too. Um, it's just the, it's the luck, the Taylor Swift luck. I yeah. played a couple soccer seasons where I picked 13. I was number 13 because I wanted to be, like, Taylor Swift. Um, yeah. But, yeah. You got to do it. <laughs> not, you got to do it every once in a while. Um, yeah. So, back to first reaction. Yeah. Um, I, at first, did not like Lavender Haze. That was the first song in the album and I didn't like it because I couldn't understand what she was saying like this wasn't something <laughs> against her but it was the first time we were listening to it and we were also listening with our friend Allie who's oh, yeah. hopefully going to be a guest speaker at some point um <laughs> and I think because like her voice gets like really high and angelic like I just wasn't able to like really like sing along or like understand the lyrics so I didn't love that song but the second I heard Maroon I literally said oh. this is my favorite album I love this album like I love this so much Maroon's um especially so like the line that was just like carnations you had thought were roses that's Ooh. us and I, the second I heard that line I was like I love this album <laughs> yeah I know Lavender Haze I was kind of you know I was kind of thrown off because based off like their pictures that she did and like the album promotion I was expecting more of like a older kind of 70s feel to it which is not what we got at all which is okay but I just like was a little bit like that's not what I was really anticipating um but I mean 
I did end up like I like it now. I think it reminds me a lot of I think he knows. It's just a Jack Antonoff track. It's just yeah. a, the drums, and I just I like it now. I think it's like kind of fun, you know. And it's just like a little like a little addressing weird tabloid rumors. I remember like the yeah. the whole like am I gonna be your bride thing. I remember seeing, I remember seeing like a like oh, ages ago, and it was I was like in a grocery store, and I saw this like it was like People magazine or something, mm-hmm. and it was this picture of like Taylor Swift and it was her brother, but they photoshopped her current um, boyfriend Joe's face onto like her brother. And so it looked like that they were like married and he's wearing this like tux and it's just this like ridiculous photo of, you know, the original photo, but it's just like, I, I like that. I'll, I like that song, especially just mm-hmm. addressing those little, little weird rumors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like she has been mentioning marriage a lot, like in her most recent albums, yeah. more than, which makes sense because she just, like, writes about how she feels, and, like, when you're that age, you think about marriage more than you would if she was our age, but oh, I just yeah. find it interesting because we're still our age, so I'm like, hmm, yeah. marriage. Like, the only other, like, marriage notion that we had was, like, love story, which was... <laughs> yeah, which was, like, not... That wasn't even... Was that even marriage? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess it was. I it was more, like, engagement, and it's just, like... Yeah, you know, it, that's just a little... I don't know. She's silly for that, I think. Um, but yeah, going back to Maroon. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I love, love Maroon. Maroon. <laughs> um, one of the lines that I think like always gets me, like one of my favorite songs on Red is you wear your best apology, but I was there to watch you leave. And Maroon had a very similar line that was sobbing with your head in your hands. Ain't the way that always ends. <laughs> um, and like, I just think that's so powerful. It is this this like song. The imagery of the song, like, her imagery is just her strong suit, and I just think, like, oh god, the back to Carnation do that or roses. That's us. It's just, it's so incredible, and especially with the like the constant notions of like different shades of red, but it's like not exactly maroon. It's not what they have different different defini- definitions yeah. of the relationship. Um, mm. Yeah, like and is like oh, it's so good and like even like the little like she uses like the color the shade like rust to even go like the rust that grew between telephones. It's another shade of red. Just oh, it's so good. And even when you like know her opinion on like the color red, when you heard her talk about the album red and how yeah. like red relationships have very high points of very passionate like high points and very passionate low points. Um, like it's just. Hearing this song, especially from, like, a mature, like, Taylor Swift, is so incredible. <laughs> yeah, the song is reflective. Like, I, the album Red itself was, like, very much, like, in the moment, like, oh, my God, this is happening, like, very emotional. And, um, but, like, this one's way more reflective. Like, you can tell that, like, she's more so looking back on the relationship and what happened, and I think that's, like, the big difference between... Like a maroon relationship and a red relationship. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's almost like a a, a dulling of the of the yeah. shade. And I also think um, the double meaning of the word. We're spending a lot of time on maroon because we both <laughs> love this song. Um, but the double meaning of the word like maroon too, like the color, and then to like leave someone, like to maroon someone. Oh. Like you just can't. Oh, it's so good. Like this is just. She's just a great lyricist, even when she has, like, the more, like, silly, goofy songs on the album. Like, you can't, like, deny the fact that she knows how to write a good song. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of people, or at least, like, we're in a college dorm, so um, <laughs> everyone wanted to give their input on Midnight's, even, like, people who were, like, never listened to a Taylor oh, Swift yeah. album before, like, oh, never was... listened to Tolerate It, never listened to anything. <laughs> That's the they were like, I just think... <laughs> well, no, I'm just trying to say, like... The people that were giving their input on it had never, like, actually listened to Tolerate It. And I feel like Tolerate It is, like, 
Um, like, it's a very prominent song on Evermore, and it's a very good song, too. So if you haven't listened to that, it says a lot about you. Okay. As a not fair. Taylor Swift fan. I think it's fair. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, people who just not Taylor Swift fans were putting, giving their input, and they were like, I just don't think it's her best work, or... Like, I just don't think it can ever compare to folklore. Like, it could ever compare to, like, the pop of 1989 or, like... And I was just, like, I don't think Taylor Swift is trying to prove anything with this release. If anything, she's having fun with it, which we can see when she released her 3 a.m. tracks. Like, for marketing reasons, it would have been better if she released it at a time when more people were awake. But she's having fun with it. She wants to create an experience for the fans. She has nothing to prove. She's already an incredible artist, like, best of her time. I mean, yeah. If you look at her concert sales right now, that's situation yeah. proof that she has really nothing to lose. I'm really scared. Oh, yeah. don't. We're not talking about it. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, oh, my God. But, yeah. Maroon, last comment. I'm just a track two lover. I just love a good track two. Yeah, Cruel uh, Summer. Cruel su- <laughs> don't get me started on Cruel Summer. I can spend, like, a whole whole 30 minutes talking about that song alone. I also really like when she goes low, just to add that in. Like on the, the end? It's so good. It's like, oh, my God. And the, just the, oh, God, the way she rambles in the chorus, too. I'm going to, okay, we're going we to stop talking about Maroon okay, now. Okay, going on to anti Antihero, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to this song, and I don't know if I am, I don't know if, like, we, I don't think we cover, like, everything with this song, either. There's so much. Oh, no, much. we'll revisit it when we, like, really analyze the music video. Yeah. Our next episode, we're going to talk about the music video, so be stay tuned for the, the deeper um, look at Antihero. My first comment, though, is that, like, at first, I thought just, like, the chorus was a little cheesy. Like, that's it. Like, the it's me, hi. Like, I was like, hmm, I don't know how I feel about this. It's growing on me now, I think. But it's like, I mean, it's an interesting sentiment. Because, like, what did you say on the way here? <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? No, yeah, you were like, um, about how, like, fans have kind of been, like, defending Taylor Swift. And then, like, the... the... Oh, yeah. So, like, I feel like as Taylor Swift fans, people constantly try to attack her. And fans have constantly defended her. And in this song, she's just like, nope, I'm the problem. <laughs> like, and we're like, thanks. Yeah, I know. It's like, like oh, man. That was, that like was so many years of defending her just for that. And, yeah, I feel like you were saying this on the way here, too. We have to stop talking to each other. But yeah, we do. We have to, we, like, on the way here, we were like, hey, we can't, like, we can't speak. We were doing a silent walk. And then we ended up just talking to her, like, talking about it anyway. So, Yeah, you know. but you were talking about, what were you talking about? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> just, like... Never mind. Okay. Okay. You know what? Well, that's no for next for okay. next time. Um, oh, I have something that I noticed in Antihero and yes. then also in Possibly You're on Your Own Kid. Oh. And just in other music videos, mm-hmm. a possible like reference to like princesses and like Disney in general. Oh yeah. Because we see that like the tale as old as time referenced in Antihero. Oh. Um, could be a reference to Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And then we also have like the whole Cinderella music video, and then the Alice in Wonderland music video. Well, yeah, she has a lot of, I mean, going back to, I already mentioned it before, but, like, love story again. Like, you know, she loves a good little princess moment. I know, but, like, do we think that this means she's going to star in some kind of... Oh, I don't think so. But what if she does? She's going for an Oscar. <laughs> she's going for the, what's it called, like, a, the EGOT? Yeah, she, yeah. she could. EGOT? Yeah. Maybe she, she is. She could. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. That's what I'm, because she keeps referencing these things. And then there was another one... I picked the petals, he loves me not, which I, I guess could apply to anything, but I remembered the Little Mermaid, like the... Aww, yeah. I also think she's a very much, like, a 
She's she likes a little like yeah. romantic. But there have been a lot of references. I will say that. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't ex- like we'll talk once again. We'll talk about music videos later. But I was not expecting the the whole um, Cinderella theme in the music video for Bejeweled. That was definitely mm-hmm. a little bit of a surprise, but I liked it. Um, back to Antihero though. <laughs> <laughs> back to I do think. Um, the there's a notion like all the people have ghosts that stand there in the room. I think that's pretty interesting. Um, I mean, like she's just. It makes me realize how long that she's really been in the music industry yeah. and how involved she has been in like the media. Like sometimes when you're just listening to her music, like you forget that that like that whole side of her. Um, but I think of like the whole like the 2015 like the squad mm-hmm. and how like a lot of the people in that like the squad like she's not incredibly like close with anymore and it's insane it's like a like a very large amount of them and it's like like uh you know like i just think it's i don't know it's a very interesting inclusion and it just makes you like remember like like think back on like all the time so once again that's the whole theme of the album the concept of like at midnight or whatever sitting and thinking back and reflecting on like past things that happened to you um and so i thought that was interesting just a reference to the squad you know in um champagne problems when she says, we'll never say that word again. Oh, yeah. I thought that the word that meant, like, we'll never say the word friends again or are again. But some people, like, I saw this on TikTok, actually, someone thought that that was a reference to the word squad. Like, I'll never say the word squad again. Oh, that's interesting. It was a huge reach, but she explained it, and it made a lot of sense. That's interesting. Because she was like, Taylor Swift wouldn't just, like, be like, I'll never say that word again and include that word in the sentence before. That's too easy. That's a good point. Like, I'll never say the word squad again, because I don't think... She... Squad was everywhere. She was like, hashtag squad, squad. Squad. That yeah. was... Yeah, they were, I mean, the like... I don't the think one she night, will say that word again. The one night, like, 1989, when, like, they all went up on the stage with her. Yeah. Like, that was, like... That was crazy. Like, that's just an interesting... And it was such an interesting time in, like, like yeah. pop culture, too. But, um, I mean, yeah, I used to think back on, like... I mean, even Taylor is like, kind of looking back on that time in her life. Um, I wish that there were more big collaborations in, like, this music age. I feel like we never see artists collaborating, like, on we tours. We don't get, like, I a think, lot of collaboration at all, I think, recently. And do you like, think it's because of COVID? Like, we had to go into isolation, now they're, like, forgot how to... <laughs> you know, <laughs> forgot how to communicate. There haven't been a lot of tours recently, but, like, Taylor Swift's, like, 1989 tour, so many people were, like, featured and went yeah. on for, like, different concerts. I don't know. Because, I mean, like, I think it's just probably... Maybe it's COVID. We'll see what happens with this tour. Yeah. I mean, she's a lot of openers. Um... <laughs> Last comment about Antihero before I move on. I do want to make a. I do want to mention the um, the <laughs> the infamous uh, sexy baby line. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that has kind of um, has had people have different takes on it. What I think interesting though, I do think the line is a little bit cringy. I know how I like don't know how I feel about it really, um, but I saw somewhere that it was a reference to like Thirty Rock with Tina Fey and how um, it's like the infantilization of women mm-hmm. and like the concept of like oh like the the constant need for like women to um anti-aging kind of medication like yeah. anti-aging treatments and how like taylor has even said that she doesn't doesn't want to be scared of aging um i think it was like an interview back in like 2014 or 2015 like the whole 1989 press tour uh she said that she doesn't really want to be scared of aging and that's the whole like monster on a hill like trying to be you know like not kind of an anomaly in that situation and the current like state of like especially like like women um and the, like forefront of pop culture I think yeah I think that's exactly what it means but I under like it does sound like a little it, awkward I, I think it's just like the way like she just like says it like <laughs> if it was like if it was a faster line like 
but like the way that she kind of like pauses and it's just like there's a huge pause so that's little it reminds me of like that pause like i'll come back like better than like a what is it like 90s trend oh in willow yeah yeah. that like it just come back stronger than a 90s trend yeah i was like oh yeah why are you like oh like it's just like and then there's just huge pause and no one knows what's going on like it kind of feels like she's like being a stand-up comedian she like just said a punchline and no one laughed and she waits for them to laugh and no one laughs so it's like that's a really good way of putting it yeah that's like i come back stronger than a 90s trend silence and then the music picks up again like oh yeah, if you haven't if you haven't taken a good listen, like think about that next time you listen to Willow because that is a uh, yeah that's definitely something. Um, all right, well speaking of collaborations, oh yes, Snow on the Beach. Oh, I love. I keep forgetting to include Snow on the Beach in like my favorite songs just because I love it so much that I forget. That it exists. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, I do that too. Like, I feel like my favorite song of all time is um, Silver Springs by Fleetwood Mac, and I always like forget that that's my favorite song. Yeah, like, it is my favorite song. Like, I will like. Are you, like, okay, I'm glad you know what time, I mean. But, like, it just, like, doesn't cross my mind sometimes, but it's, like, it is. Like, that's, like, hands down, no comparison. Like, that's my favorite song. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I, first of all, I keep calling it snow at the beach and not snow on the beach. <laughs> I don't know why, but every single time I've, I've talked to you, like, and I, every single time yeah. I catch myself, so I'm like, it's not snow at the beach. Snow on the beach. But that's just a weird thing that I do. Um, oh, I love this song. This song has motivated <laughs> me to, like, go out and put myself out there because I've had the snow on the beach feeling and I want it again. You know what I mean? It's so nice. Like, it's it such a nice. good comparison because it, it is like snow on the beach. You're like, is this really happening? Yeah. This is really pretty. It's kind of a little uncomfortable. Like, you're not usually <laughs> at the beach, in this, but like, it's fun and it's no, exciting. It's, I think fun and exciting is a good way to put it. And it's like, yeah, it's so, it's so pretty. The only thing I find, once again, only thing I find weird is the, is the, the line weird but effing beautiful. I think it's a little bit I think it's funny. I like it. I don't know. Because I think it's it is. But it she is. has started cursing a lot more. She has. Somebody said it sounds like that she just, like, got permission. You know, she's, she's cursing, but, like, it sounds like that she doesn't have permission to do so. And yeah. I think, and it's like, I think it's just because, you know, we haven't, she hasn't really, she's spent a lot of her time on a pretty, like, clean But I think that we're, I think that the use of that curse in that instance is actually... Like, I like that curse more than I like other curses. Like, I agree. Weird, but I think beautiful. I can see that. But, yeah. And then also people talk about... I think it's just a pretty I feel song. Like, yeah. I just feel like snow <laughs> on the beach. Like, I, I'm, like, thinking about it. And I feel like you kind of... It's so hard to explain it that, like, you use a curse word to explain it. Because I feel like... That's a good My best friend it. told me... Like, he used to be very against cursing. He curses now. Mm-hmm. But the reason he was against it was because he said that people just curse if they can't find the word they're looking for. Yeah. To... So I feel like that's a good use of it because it's impossible. Like, she's just, like, having such a difficult time describing this feeling. Yeah. Do we think that there is enough Lana or do you think that there should be more? <laughs> okay, I'm a huge Lana fan. Me too. But. Okay. <laughs> unpopular opinion. I think that this is Taylor Swift's album. <laughs> she asked Lana. Like, if Lana was featured on more, I wouldn't be mad. I, I have nothing against her. I would If she was featured on more, I would be like, yay. But this is Taylor Swift's album. She wrote this song. Their voices blend so beautifully, like so beautifully. And I just don't like if Taylor Swift just made the artistic decision not to have Lana featured on like a verse or whatever. Like that's her decision and I respect it and I think it's an incredible song and it's not lacking anything. I don't think that the song would necessarily be better if Lana was featured on it. I don't think it would be worse. Like I think it's like a 
<laughs> I would say masterpiece, mastermind. I think it'd be like a masterpiece of. I think it is a masterpiece of a song. So <laughs> I, I like don't. I, I think that people who are mad about it, don't realize like, that, like what it takes to produce an album and the no, fact I that agree. this is literally her album. No, I agree. I, I think that it has enough Lana, to be honest. Because, like, she just, like, they're... Actually, I was not expecting the voices to go so well together. Voices went They so sound well. so great together. And I just think it's a good compliment. And, like, even, I mean, compared to her other, like, like other, um, like, female artists that have, like, been, like, like on, like, the... I think, like, was Maren Morris on You yeah. Over Me? Like, you know, like, she's very faint. You can't even hear. But, like, I think that there's a... You can hear a lot of, like, Lana yeah. in it. Like, it's not like... She doesn't have any, like, verses on her own. But you can hear, like, them two singing. Um, but yeah, very pretty song. On to the next. 10 out of 10. You're on your own, kid. So this is This is, is also track my five. favorite song. This song is so good. The bridge, I'm a big bridge girly. I love a good <laughs> bridge. I kept saying that even Allie was getting, man, you're a bridge girly, huh? And I was like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that bridge. And you know what? You're on your it own, delivered. kid. Delivered. Delivered. It was so, so good. Such a sweet turnaround. Like, she's so, she's become, like, such a, like, so mature. I mean, she's 32, but, you know, it's just, like, interesting to, like, watch yeah. that. Um, I think it might be the best song on the album. Maroon is still my favorite, but it's, like... You're on your own, kid. It's just so it's good. so good. And I feel like it's, as a college student, relatable, which is, like, interesting. It's, it's, like, comforting to hear, I think. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's a good, even though, like, you're on your own, like, sounds such, like, a, like, a... I mean, she does. It starts off like, a, oh, like, a, like it's like a negative light, and it turns yeah. into, you know, you're on your own kid, but, like, you could do it. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's, you always it's, have been. It's... Oh, oh that that hurt, though. It, that yeah. really hurt. Because you realize you have always been on your own. Yeah. Like, well, it's, not everyone has, but, like, if you in have a way, always been on your own... I mean, yeah, I'm an hurts. only child, so, like, I mean, I feel like I've always been on my own, but, like, you know... I'm not like an only child, but I feel like... I also have always been on my own. <laughs> I mean, I think we're both pretty independent people, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it's just, it's so nice. And people, like, they compare, like, the, I don't know necessarily, like, if the whole, like, oh, like, the sprinkler splash is the fireplace ashes. Like, if that really, because, like, people say, people love to compare Taylor Swift stuff to, like, exact, like, eras that she, you yeah. know, lived through. I don't think it's, like, necessarily a, a direct, like, reference to each era. It's, I guess it's kind of applicable. I don't think it's exactly that. But I do think that, like, that progression in, like, the bridge is so, it's so it's good. So it's, like, almost like you're, like, watching, like, a, like, something, like, flash before your eyes. Like, mm-hmm. somebody growing up in front of you. Like, oh, God. I think that it could be a reference to the eras. Because when <laughs> Taylor Swift announced her tour, she's calling it the eras tour. Mm-hmm. She did not have to use the word eras. She could have used, like, any other word. Like, <laughs> eras are not, like, no one ref- uses the word eras when referring to, like, different, like, parts of, like, a true. artist's career, true. except for with Taylor Swift. Yeah. I mean, so she's always been... that, like, she acknowledges it. That's true. She's always been very, like... I mean, remember the merch, the whole, like, mm-hmm. the eras... T- she, she knows what she's doing with that. Like, she... She knows. Have you watched the Capital One commercial? I haven't watched it yet. You should. She... <laughs> like, it's just, like, a bunch of different Taylor Swifts and different Taylor Swift eras. And uh-huh. there's this one scene where they're all on an elevator. <laughs> And, like, there are, like, 20 Taylor Swift's in the elevator and, like, this one random person who's confused. Um, oh, no, the one random person like asks the, for a selfie with the t- 20 Taylor Swift's. That's, like, the Look What You Made Me Do video with yeah. all the, the big tower pile of Taylor's. Oh, yeah. On to the next. I love Midnight Rain, too. That song, 
has been stuck in my head. Shout out to Madura. Shout out to Madura. Thank you so much for singing this all the time. I didn't even like it that much at first. And then I just heard everybody singing it so much that yeah. I just started. I that's If you saw me or talked to me Friday night, that's all I was singing. All the entire time. I had it stuck in my head. I wasn't a big fan of the production first. It's definitely unlike the stuff. But it's a very experimental album, I think, in terms of production. Um, but, I mean... I like it. I mean, it's just, it's just good. It's just a good, yeah. I don't know what else to say. At first I didn't like it because of like the beginning and how it's not like actually Taylor Swift's voice. And I was like, I love how Taylor Swift sounds. Like, I don't know why I'm listening to like this weird, like midnight rain. Yeah. I was like, what, I was like, what is going on? Like, why am I listening to yeah. this? Like it could, I feel like it could have been better if like there was a different person featured. Oh my God. Imagine if a different person was featured on that part. That would be, I think that would have been better. But, again, this is actually growing on me, and, yeah, like, yeah, the line, I broke his heart. Because he was <laughs> nice. Oh. It's also, like, it's, like, a weird rendition of, like, how the media has portrayed her to be, like, a serial dater, but it's, like, almost, like, a more personal reflection on, like, that, like, take yeah. of it. It's, like, it's more than just, like, because, like, it's more than just, like, oh, like, like, she's, like, what did she say? What is her quote from the... This is, like, I think about this a lot. It's her It's her Grammy, like, when she plays Blank Space for the Grammy Museum. She oh. jet sets around the world collecting men. Like, yeah. it's, like, that, but it's, like, not really that. It's, like, a, I guess it's her own personal take on it. And it's not, like, her being a serial dater, but, like, her on, like, like having to, like, move away from, like, relationships. Um, and I just, yeah. It's, it's comforting to hear because I feel like there haven't been a lot of songs that, like, highlight this aspect about her, about other yeah. people. Like, I like to relate to her songs, and I feel like often a lot of, like, independent people who, like, don't want a relationship right now or, like, aren't, can't find someone mature enough to, like, realize, like, what they're going through in life are often, like, I don't know, there's not very many Taylor Swift songs that you can relate to for that. Um, yeah. And I like how, like, this dives into a deeper era of her, like, wanting to focus on herself. Her realizing, like, she could have a partner, but her partner at the moment did not, wasn't prioritizing her success. Yeah. And she wanted to prioritize her success, which I thought to be really nice and comforting. Yeah, definitely. And I just think it's a fun, it's a fun little, little dance song. Yeah. I love to just, like, I don't know. I, um, so, next is Question. I, I honestly don't have a lot to say about Question. Do you have a lot to say about Question? I really kind of don't. I, like... I don't hate it. I like it. I think it's a good... I don't skip it. I like it. I just feel like... I don't really know what there is to say about it. I mean, she's asking these questions. She knows all the answers to the questions. Yeah. Like, that's that's all I have to say. I kind of forget that it's, like, even, like, here in the album progression. What do you think? Um, I think the line, painted all my nights a color I've searched for since, <laughs> it's like, ah! <laughs> like, I feel a little bad for... Um, her boyfriend of, what, six years? Her relationship, of, <laughs> yeah, as she phrases she, it. She makes some interesting little comments in this album toward, like, past, like, not, I mean, even, like, f- fictionalized or even, like, yeah. past relationships. We don't know. We can't really speculate that. But, like, she makes some interesting comments that, like, if I were Joe, I would be like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, what's this one about? Like, that's just a little... But it's also just, I don't understand that line in, like, the general like concept of the song because mm-hmm. I feel like the song's more like asking questions being like I know like you regret this I know you regret that and like here she is like I miss you I've been searching for you ever since she's just <laughs> like it, it's so weird I guess it's like a back and forth kind of moment I mean yeah. once again Midnight's reflecting on stuff she's 
you know, some type of maybe mental turmoil there. I don't know. <laughs> um, next is, um, can we say, can we say, like, the... the Vigilante beep. Yeah, beep. Vigilante beep. Um, Taylor, yeah. what are you doing? Taylor, life? God. Um, anyways. This song sounds very much like a Billie Eilish song. And once I realized that, oh, I, I haven't been able that. to unhear it. But I, I really, like, I really like it. I do really like this song, and I think that sometimes I'm just in a mood where I need to listen to this song, so I'm glad that I have it. It's, like, kind of fun. I think it's fun. Um, I just laugh at her TikTok that she made. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the the, the, Where she's, like, turns her head. Why did she do that? I don't know. I sharp she's, enough to kill her. Oh, she's funny. Um, I like how she says that she dresses <laughs> for revenge and that, like, the new girl, like, also dresses for revenge. Because yeah. I personally, like, I don't have, like, this crazy unique style or anything. But, like, I like to dress how I'm feeling in the moment. You, you do, yeah, you dress, like, fun. Or I, I like to just, like, I need to buy more clothes. But I feel like <laughs> Taylor Swift is inspiring you to buy more clothes. Yeah. Or, like, at my high school, I... <laughs> Taylor Swift's inspiring me to do everything. I only do things in life if Taylor Swift inspired me to <laughs> like do it. Like, you sit on the, the 13th seat in your business yeah. classes. <laughs> like, Taylor Swift says to prioritize my success, so I will. Did Taylor Swift say, like, learning or spelling is fun, kids? Spelling is fun. Oh, when she was like, study, it's good. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. Like, okay. Like, oh, I'm going to listen to you now, Taylor. Yeah, if I do well on my econ midterms because of you, Taylor Swift. <laughs> if I do poorly, it's you're my just, fault. You're speaking it into existence now. Um, I just think it's an interesting song, I think. Um, it reminded me of my first listen. If anybody listens to, like, country music out there, I'm from a pretty rural area, so I've been exposed to a lot of country music. If you're familiar with Two Black Cadillacs by Carrie Underwood, it is very similar and the concept of like like Carrie Underwood is like you know she's going one round and there's like this other like mistress and she's doing another thing and they end up they end up teaming up and like killing the husband and they go to the funeral and like it's this big very dramatic like story time kind of thing um that's kind of what Vigilante Bleep um reminded me of but like it just like wasn't it wasn't quite at that point though I just think like Maybe this is just me wanting, like, a little bit more drama, but I feel like white-collar crime was not enough for me. I wanted something more dramatic. I wanted yeah. something, I wanted a bigger, like, a bigger ending. But, I mean, it kind of shows that, like, she's still, like, really influenced by, like, her, like, country music. And she even talks yeah. about that in, like, Folklore when she, in the Long Pond Sessions where she says the, um, she talks about Betty. And I think it was, was it Betty or was it, yeah. No. Yeah, I think so. I think it was Betty. Um, where she talks about, like, oh, like, the, the concept of, like, or was it Betty? I don't think it's Betty. There's another song where she talks about she was influenced by, um, like, a, the country music uh, sort of, like, style of songwriting. I really don't think it's Betty. I forgot what it is. Um, I wonder if she's going to adopt her country accent again when she <laughs> re-records debut. Oh, God. I don't even know what that's going to... Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah. I mean, country influences, storytelling kind of thing. She's good at that. Always been good at it. I like to see it. On to the next. Yeah, on to the next. Not country at all. We got Bejeweled. <laughs> oh my god, I love Bejeweled. I feel like, I already told you this, but I feel like Bejeweled is, like, what me wanted to be. Yeah, I agree. That is, like, yeah. me wishes it was Bejeweled. Like, Bejeweled, like, it's just fun. Like, it's fun to listen to. It's fun to strut to. It's fun, but, like, not in an, no offense me, an overwhelmingly cringy way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I... I'm a huge Bejeweled fan. I like it. I think it's fun. Sometimes the little random video game noises throw me off, but I pretend like they're not there. Yeah. I just, like, I also don't know how it relates to the overall, like, general Midnight's theme. And I think we're going to talk about this next episode where I think that, like, the 3 a.m. tracks really are a better representation of the 
the theme of like this reflection even though like all songs have element of it and like obviously some of them in the movie and album like do um but you i don't really know how that like fits in i guess like going out like at night like during midnight oh, yeah. you know like out partying and like oh like like oh like i don't like i don't remember if i'm a man whatever like i think that kind of yeah. i think that's i think the whole i agree with you that i was expecting more what the 3 a.m tracks were gonna be just because the album covers like looked very sad and whatever, but she wasn't going to be smiling on them. No. So I just, I I think that, like, Bejeweled very much fits in the Midnight's album just because it's it's fun. It's like, it, that's a different type of Midnight. It is. It's a different... And it yeah. is a sleepless Midnight. It's no. just a different type of sleepless Midnight. It's a party till 3 a.m. type of Midnight. And then you can go home at 3 a.m. and reflect on everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. On to the next. We got Labyrinth. Yeah. So... Everyone really loves this song. But it's not one of my favorites. I don't think it's one of my favorites. It's so raw. And, like, I thought of the whole, like, oh, like, I thought the plane. I just, I really like this song. I love the the lyrics. It's so good. The, the I thought the plane was going down. And then oh. I thought of, I think of Call It What You Want, like, the fly like a jet stream. Um, <laughs> oh, that's good. That's isn't, good. Isn't it good? Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's pretty iconic that Taylor Swift has gotten to the level of fame where she can quote herself, like, in her NYU <laughs> speech. She said, breathe in, oh. breathe through, breathe deep, breathe out. Like, if you're starting to quote yourself at this point... She's silly. She's so funny. Yeah, that's a good one. I think it's so... It's it's sweet, and it's just, like, a... the. I think it's a different type of, like, falling in love than, like, Snow on the Beach was, other than, like, oh, like, this is a great moment. Like, I'm, like, we're, like, yeah. super in the moment. It's, it's, like, has more anxiety attached to it. Yeah, it's, like, uh-oh, I'm falling in love. But, like, I think it's still, like... Exciting. It's still exciting, and I think it's still sweet, because um, even the way she sings it and, you know, her delivery is very interesting. But um, on to, you know, a nice little break. We'll talk more about the whole, like, love thing again. I guess Beck was sweet nothing in Mastermind, but we got Karma! Karma. I love <laughs> Karma. I expected Karma to... I think Karma is, like, the best payback and the best, like, bleep you. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like... No, like, because it's, like, she's finally... Ha- like, Reputation was, like, the biggest comeback album ever. No one will ever be able to beat the no, concept of that nothing, album. There's so much but, about Reputation. I can go... We can, yeah. We'll, we'll make we'll, an episode We'll do a deep Reputation. dive of Reputation. But I have the, many opinions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the concept of Karma is, like, oh, my God, I'm just enjoying my life. And I think it's funny that this re-release... Or not this... Why do I keep saying re-release? The release of Midnight's was, like, one of Taylor Swift's most successful weeks. Oh, it and is. And during that same week, <laughs> someone had the worst week of their life. Yeah, it's a little funny. Um, the worst week of their life while Karma debuts. It's good. Like, it's, it's just good. like, I'm enjoying my life. Because Reputation was more, like, focused on, like, rebuilding and just talking about other people being, like, not the best of people and they're going to get it's, their karma. It's but, a concept album. Yeah. It's a really concept album. But I think... But Karma's like, I'm happy and it doesn't matter anymore because exactly. I'm happy. The cat purring on my yeah. lap because it loves me. is my. It's the most Taylor Swift lyric I've ever heard. And that's why I love life. that she's at this level where she can just... Well, she's always been doing this. What am I saying? Yeah. But, like, I love when she inserts such, like, Taylor fun things that, like, don't have to be cryptic. They're just like, my yeah. cat loves me flexing like an acrobat. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Karma's good. I just think it's... I listen to it, like, walking to class. I'm really kind of strutting to that. Um, Back to the love stuff. (laughs) On to Sweet Nothing. This is really cute. It's just Yeah, Sweet Nothing's nice. Didn't Joe... Wasn't he, like... Didn't he co-write that? He did, yeah. So, yeah, Joe Alwyn uh, co-wrote this one. Um, 
I just think I people talk about this. I've seen it on TikTok a lot, so I have to put it in. But like the you say, what a mind. This happens all the time. It's just like the the cute little appreciation yeah. is so adorable, and it's I don't. Ugh, it's it's so cute. I don't really know what else to say about it. I just think it's so cute. The only thing that I have to comment on, <laughs> not necessarily negative, but there's the joke, the inside joke that like Taylor has consistently been calling Joe poor. Oh, <laughs> like with paper rings, like I'm marrying paper rings. Like and then with the whole sweet nothing line, yeah. Like, the, like I mean, obviously, like saying sweet nothing is a thing, but the 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 fact of inclusion of nothing is like a definitely a little. <laughs> it's interesting when you think about that joke. But, I mean, obviously it's not her intention, and I think that it's really cute. Any other? Movie? Yeah, I agree with you. It's just, like, a very sweet song. I feel like I need to listen to it more, though. I, I kind too. of I kind of skip it sometimes. I, just because I'm not in the mood for the sweet nothing. <laughs> I like it. I think it's cute. Um, on to our last one. This is the last track. We'll finish the... Th- we'll do the 3 a.m.s next, uh, next time, but... Mastermind. Mastermind is my favorite. I said it was maroon. I've changed my mind. Oh, in the span of this, it keeps podcast. changing. You have to be flexible. No, I, I love, love, love Mastermind. You guys can't it, see it, but I'm like rubbing because, my face right now. <laughs> this is so Taylor come and knock Swift. on my door, and she'll be like, "I have a new favorite song. It's blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, <laughs> I, I think for me, like the, the thing that, um, really hits it home for me is that. I laid the groundwork and then saw a wide smirk on your face. You knew the entire time. You yeah. knew that I was mastermind. Oh, my God. It's so good. Somebody related that line specifically to delicate and, like, the you must like me for me concept. Yeah. I think that's so cute. And it's, like, her, you know, like, she's trying to, like, be, like, con- like she thinks that she's being so conniving and, like, like yeah. um, I guess mysterious and doing all this plotting. But in reality, she's just kind of being so incredibly obvious because she likes him so much that she just wants to, like, be with him. And so... I think that's just, again, it's so cute. And it goes along with the whole, like, I mean, even there's mention of it. I guess she has an opinion of herself as very, being very kind of, you know, like, mm-hmm. not mischievous, but, like, you know, a little conniving in that sense. Um, like, with Antihero, when she says, like, you know, you got tired of all my, like, scheming. Um, same kind of thing, but, like, Ooh. even in a more personal, like, realm now. She thinks that she's, yeah. like, this kind of person who schemed. But I think it's interesting how she reveals that, you know, the the muse of the song was very aware that this that yeah, was yeah, happening. Yeah. Or going She's, back to Antihero. Okay. She, yeah. like, just, I, I don't know if we touched on this, but just the fact that, like, she was talking about her fans in the beginning, talking about, like, will oh, you get yeah. tired of my scheming for the last time? Because yeah. she was already, like, in a rough spot, and she was like, this will be the last time. Yeah. That made me really sad. But we can go back to Mastermind now. Yeah. Oh, but like, we both get we talk about Antihero for a while. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't have anything else to add about Mastermind. I just think it's a really good. It's such a. Once again, it's just it's just displaying incredible lyricism. I think um, she's just such a solid like. She's just a solid lyricist. Like I don't really know like any like. There's like a few like artists I can think of that can like match her in terms of like the amount of like good lyrics that she can like create. But like she's, I mean, obviously probably like one of the well, most well-known. Yeah. Any other? I also like the you see all the wisest woman had to do it this way because we were born to be the pawn in every lover's game. Ah, yeah. But I think we might have reached the end of our time here. I think we have. I think so, Until yeah. next time. Until next time. That's the first 13 tracks. We'll be on to the, we'll be, yeah, on to the next. Yeah, we'll discuss um, 3 a.m. Tracks. tracks, music videos, tour maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe tour, maybe not. We'll see. Too stressful, sensitive. Sensitive. <laughs> sensitive. So yeah, scary. touchy subject. All right. But that's it. We'll see you next episode. Yes, thank you. Have a good week.